Hello there, friends. Thanks so much for tuning in. This is Kristen Hall with your 12-Minute Health Bits. I am going to be continuing our discussion about what you can do, things you can do to help support your mental health when things are rough. Now, I know just as well as everyone else that we cannot control all of our situations. We cannot control when things are hard. We cannot control what happens to us on a day-to-day basis. And all of those things for some people get so overwhelming and that really ha- you know, has an effect on your mental health. And so I am trying to give you little bits and pieces and glimpses into some things that other people do to help them with their mental health. And if they seem to be having racing thoughts or things piling up in a way that they just cannot, they can't control. So with those bits and pieces that other people are doing, I hope that in that way, that capacity, it's going to help you with your journey towards healing and towards hope when it comes to just being able to control your thoughts and control how, you know, what you can of how things are going and hopefully not getting into that spiral of everything going out of control. So a book that I just picked up is called Kicking Anxiety in the Ass. (laughs) So it's called Kicking Anxiety in the Ass a Little at a Time and it's by Stacey Teagues. In this book, she talks about her story, how she brought her family from everyone being on a prescription antidepressant or anti-anxiety medication to understanding about the body and how everything works together. And when you take something that is just going to treat one symptom, you aren't getting to the root cause of the problem. And so what Stacy discusses in here is how she got to the root cause of the issue with her kids, with her husband, and with herself and really took control of her family's health. And I just think that that is so admirable. And her health journey is just amazing. One of the stories in here specifically, I'm going to read for you. This story starts on page nine of Stacey Teague's book, Kicking Anxiety in the Ass. Emily had always been quiet and introverted, but when she really started turning us out and her grades started to drop, I knew there was a bigger issue. We watched her slowly isolate herself and completely withdraw from social activities. We tried a few support groups that were totally ineffective. Attending groups may have made us a little more aware of our issues as parents, but we honestly didn't connect with other families that well. Being in a large circle, talking about our problems was not giving us the answers we sought. We were busy, not neglectful by any means, but you know, we were just like any other mother and father. We were raising children the best we know how while working full time to support our family. We worked to demonstrate hard work and good ethics to our kids, and for the most part, they respected both of us. So from the very beginning, we often wondered what Emily could possibly have to be depressed about. As the months continued, there was no denying she needed help. As Emily entered the seventh grade, we took her in for a mental health checkup in the clinic. That led to the diagnosis of anxiety and depression, and Emily was on a daily medication at the age of 13. A few months after she started the medication, her jaw problems began to worsen. 
I took her to a specialist and he told me he had never seen a girl her age with such a tight jaw and tight jaw muscles. She had an extreme case of TMJ. That made my heart break. Why? Why was my sweet girl clenching so badly? As the months rolled on, the book appoint, booked appointments with more and more specialists endured constant hours of electric stimulation and chiropractic care and tried every mouth appliance known to mankind. We had no idea that muscle pain could have been tied to emotions of anxiety and depression. We spent thousands upon thousands of dollars in vain researching the symptom, but failed to seek the root cause. It felt as though we were on a roller coaster ride from hell. Some days weren't so bad, but some days Emily didn't come home from school. Now at 16, she was ignoring all the rules and doing what she wanted when she wanted. Emily had through parties when Tom and I were would leave for the weekend. We would come home and find evidence of some serious ragers. Having an in-ground pool made it fun place for everyone, especially when the parents are gone. The potential liability we could have been responsible for was too awful even to think about. When the neighbors told me there were cars coming in and out, kids blaring music, probably drinking, and kids jumping from our roof down into our pool, I really was starting to wonder where we went wrong. I was living in a parent's nightmare. How had we allowed the situation to get this bad? We tried many common forms of discipline. Grounding her never really worked, nor did taking away her phone. In fact, pretty much everything we tried seemed to just make things worse. The harsh reality was that we were just busy, young, and naive parents who didn't realize there was a problem until Emily was out of control. I'm going to jump ahead now to page 18. And this uh, section of the book is called Miracles Really Do Happen. One day as I was working, a beautiful woman walked into my store. I remember she was holding a little pink bottle of something in her hand. She wore a white coat. I swear she had a halo over her head, just like an angel. Her name was Jules. I remember that moment clear as day. There was nobody else in the store, and I actually remember being happy I had to be present with her. Chatted for a long time, and then she told me about essential oils. They were brand new to me, but she said she taught classes and thought my store would be a perfect place for one. At the time, they looked expensive, so I didn't really take her seriously until I smelled that bottle of joy. She gave me an experience that day, and I never will forget it. I enrolled with Young Living in 2012, and this is when I finally learned that there was a better way. I listened to Jules and hosted a class at my store, and I had no idea that all of the free education I received that night would change the course of my family's life forever. From my previous involvement in other network marketing companies, five of them to be exact, this was a company different from any other. There wasn't anything salesy about it, not one thing. I was worried about the cost, though. I never thought about the worth of something, just about the money going out. I thought, oh man, if it's natural, it's going to cost me more. The word natural just sounded really expensive. But during the class, she shared valid points and hit home with crazy awesome testimonies. All of a sudden, the price tag didn't matter. The stories I heard about emotions and how this could help my Emily was all that mattered. How can you put a price tag on that? Jules knew I had a need, and she offered possible solutions. So I grabbed my starter kit. Thank God someone opened my mind to something different because God knew I needed a plan. He also knew I needed to become more teachable. 
So Stacy goes on to talk about her family's story in this book, and it really is powerful. On page 26, there is a section called Breaking Free, and she says, ever since I started started learning about functional medicine, my thoughts and beliefs are so different, and so is my life. I simply changed my thoughts, which changed my beliefs, and therefore changed my actions. And now I'm experiencing completely different results. People typically don't just wake up one day feeling depressed with anxiety. Rather, depression can get a hold of a person in many different ways. There are so many factors that can become a part of a bigger problem. It's not just one thing. Whether the mental illness, though, is caused by a traumatic event or it's generational, many of the steps towards healing involve making small changes. Along the way, you are bound to link these small changes, think that they can't possibly make a difference. But let me tell you, these little things that you think don't matter do matter. In order for things to change, you you have to change. As you go along, you will begin to grasp how important these little things are. If you feel weak and inadequate, just take smaller steps. You'll soon be surprised at where you find yourself when you keep going. If you are truly ready to break free, continue on with me on page 27 of Stacey Teague's book. Please watch The Science of Thought by Dr. Carolyn Leaf, which is a YouTube video. So if you just, just go to YouTube and type in The Science of Thought by Carolyn Leaf, she is an expert regarding the mind-brain connection and how memories affect mental illness. This video is a first step to understanding how your past and present thoughts determine your emotional and physical well-being. Something that is so important that I want to end this episode on is page 29 when Stacey Deeks talks about empowering yourself and your children. So she says, we have to learn how to empower ourselves and our children and build them up like it's nobody's business. Ditching those old thought patterns and speaking positive language into their hearts and mind is where it starts. Remember, you are your thoughts and your subconscious never forgets. We conscientiously need to be speaking positive and uplifting things into our children every day. It's not about saying great job every five minutes, but really stepping into the moment, looking them in the eye and speaking from your heart. Tell them they are beautiful and speak of the good in everything that God has gifted them with. So she says one of her favorite quotes is, speak to your children as if they are the wisest, kindest, most beautiful and magical humans on earth for what they believe is what they will become. That's a quote by Brooke Hampton. That is all that I'm going to share with you today, but we're going to continue on in Stacey Teague's book in another episode. In the next episode, we're going to be talking about a technique that she suggests to help you to shift your thoughts and feelings from ruling your lives. And so we're going to move into that in the next couple episodes. So we will continue with this conversation. And thank you so much for joining me. Say with me the positive affirmation is of I can control my thoughts and actions. Friends, thank you so much for joining me. This is Kristen Hall with your 12-Minute Health Bits. I hope you enjoyed this episode and it was helpful for you. If you would like to become a member of our wellness team, please talk to the person who sent you this podcast and we'd be happy to make sure that we can make that happen for you. If you would like to pick up a copy of Stacey Teague's book, 
www.discoverlsp.com is a great resource. That's Life Science Publishers. They have great resources for those looking for a more natural lifestyle. Have a great day and be well and be blessed, my friends.